I always have a mentor, so a paid mentor that has done something. So for instance, property, I, I'd, I had a mentor that had a um, huge portfolio of, of HMOs and, and new builds, perfect, that's what I wanted to do. I was following him, was doing what he asked me to do and was part of the mentorship for, for a long time. And then, uh, Hi, I'm Oliver Burquez, co-founder of 40 Fit, and welcome to the Brain, Brawn and Business Podcast, a podcast where I get business owners on to talk about their motivation, inspiration, successes and challenges they face in business. We'll provide some valuable and inspiring content for those that are in business or for those that are aspiring to start their business journey. Enjoy the episode. Uh, Ollie Burquez here. Welcome to today's podcast, which I'm really excited about. I'm with Curtis Napton, who's co-owner of Lakeview Property Group and Lakeview Design and Build. Curtis is a very interesting guy. Got lots going on, and really happy uh, you know to join me today, Curtis. Thanks for coming on, mate. Appreciate the uh, appreciate the, the effort to bring me here. Thank no, you. listen. Thank you so much. Um, <clears throat> so, anything you want to add about yourself? Because you've got lots going on, man. <laughs> I think we're gonna maybe uh, struggle to fit the time in. Just... Yeah. Okay. So you said Lakeview Property Group. So I'll let you explain a little bit about that. So Lakeview Property Group is um, uh, a property asset holding company. So specialising in HMOs, particularly high end, um, en suites, you know that sort of uh, model. And Lakeview Designer Build is predominantly a construction company, um, but it's also a trading company, so we use it for flips, land investment, things like that. Um, and that's kind of what I do, really. Um, using investor finance, so I bring investors in, you know, normal everyday blogs yourself, anyone that's, you know, got money in the bank that's losing money by having it in there, because, you know, inflation erodes it, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and we just put that money into an asset that appreciates better and give you much better return. So. Yes, yeah, great. You've been in it a while, haven't you? Nice. I've been in the property game 16 years now. Yeah, so you've got some experience. Got some experience, yeah. yeah brilliant. And also, because obviously the Ice Warriors stuff, I know we will talk about it, but yep. you could just give a little bit of context because I think it's so a huge... I'm very humbled that uh, I'm part of something that is huge. It affects us all. So basically, I am uh, an Arctic Explorer in training, have been for about four or five years now, uh, with a company called Ice Warrior, and they train ordinary people like you me to be extraordinary human beings um i'll get into later but a, a big expedition we're training for at the moment is to the pole of inaccessibility class is the middle of the arctic ocean um mankind is yet to reach that um but on the routes of us traversing the arctic we, we take uh, scientific samples and basically long story cut short trying to find out why the sea ice is depleting so fast uh, which is crucial for our you know the species us you know i'm going up there to try and save the species us it sounds a bit corny uh without the poles we're going to warm up and we could perish uh, which is obviously really bad so i want to stop that so i'm part of this huge organization that gets to help save the species yeah well we we, we obviously briefly chatted about it i mean last week and so i think i said to you when we just chatted off air briefly was like really really sort of inspires me motivates me i've got a young family yeah um so the topic is very relevant in my yeah. in my mind. Future generations. Future generations. Yeah. So I tip my hat, mate, what you're doing and definitely gonna cover some of that in this cool. in this podcast. So yeah, um it's great. What so what was the first job you did after college uni, I suppose that's the construction. Uh for going through school, I come from a long line of chippies, but being the uh, Maverick type, you know, go against the grain, I became a bricklayer because 
that's just what I am. Um, yeah, so I went straight to construction, being a hod carrier, started to learn how to lay bricks, then started to learn how to build houses, extensions, so on and so forth. Picked up a few other trades along the way and became a general house builder. Pretty much done all the jobs other than the plumbing and electrics and plastering um, and anything that I you know, couldn't really do or didn't want to do. I had friends around me that was able to do that. So within this tight-knit group of friends, we were able to take on every task. Do you think that that... The fact is, it's almost like a youth, t- you know, I think football for me, like YTS, that, that youth, the learning, the going through that year two, three years, whatever it is, understand the whole side of it. But not just the beauty of the job, but getting your hands dirty sort of shapes you, helps you to get to Massively, where you point you are now. I feel you have to kind of come up through the ranks. I, I struggle with almost imposter syndrome regarding, say, leadership. I, I feel like I have to have done whoever I'm leading their role first before I can lead them if that makes sense yeah, like, I don't great, I though. don't feel like you can just sort of buy your way in or, or I know you can go on college you know courses and things like that, but I think you need the experience first before you can actively lead someone you know because you, you need to encourage them you need to inspire them to do their job and I feel you can only do that if you've done it so yeah I strongly agree go through the ranks start at the bottom work your way up yeah, and then how? So starting from then from school, how mm. soon did you then set up Lakeview? Or was it? And, and the other question is: Was it always an ambition to to have to set up your own property business, or did that come later? So construction business first. After two two and a half years uh, of working for somebody, I went out on my own. So a construction company. Um, so you were still in your teens then. Yeah, oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. Still yeah. doing like subby stuff for other people, but predominantly doing my own stuff. That was always a dream: doing my own stuff and working for other people was kind of like the you know bread and butter if you like um so i'd done that for a long time um all through my teens early 20s um became a bit of a part-time fireman and then in about three years ago four years ago started lakeview property group three years ago lakeview property group and then uh here i am rest is history yeah 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 brilliant but then you know say so in 16 years so it's 12, 13 years of that graft and learning and mm-hmm. shapes. I mean, I suppose no qualifications, no business education and things can give you 12 years of experience and a platform to go and then set your own, you know, start your own business. Yeah, uh, I mean, who was it? That, was it Mark Twain that said, don't let school get in the way of a good education? And uh, I truly believe that, you know, school gives you the basic skills, but it's what you learn out of school is where the real learning starts. For me, anyway, that was that was the big. Yeah, but big I, I, you see, I see loads of entrepreneurs or business owners or successful people that you know, school hasn't sh- shaped that. They've learned or they, or they've had a passion for something, and and it, that's led to the. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're obsessed. They are, yeah. A good obsession. I think the word obsession is has got a negative um, feel around it. I, I think obsession is great if it's a good obsession. You know, you know, harness that. I, I love that. Yeah, no, great. Like, you know, we've we've met a couple of times, and that's the one thing that really uh, so fascinating or interesting about yourself was is that your drive, your focus, your passion, the yeah. way you you do things. Really, sort of, uh, it's interesting to see. You know, I'm all in and, on most things. Yeah, like the dog chasing think, the ball. Just yeah, but I think you've got to be. You know, you've got a passion in what you do. You've got a passion, and you've got. To, be inspired, or if you're in a, and if you're a service-based industry, you've got to motivate them around. You've got to inspire your clients, whatever it may be. So, yeah. seeing that in you, I mean, we met, let's say a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, yeah, no, you you got it going on. So, it's appreciate good, that. Really good to see. What's been your biggest business success today? Obviously, starting your own business three years ago is a huge success. Is there anything more specific that stands um, out? Yeah, I'd say 
bit more recent to be honest. Um, we've got a HMO in Felixstowe, um, our first HMO, and previous to that, um, let's talk a bit about education. I, I've, I've been on every, not every, but I've done a lot of webinars, been on a lot of courses, seminars, read a lot of books, had mentors, coaches, things like that in the property world to get properly educated to a point where I can start. I'm a big fan of, of, of getting educated and then starting and sort of figuring out the rest along the way. And that's, that's, that's kind of what I did uh, with Lakeview. And uh, we learned the HMO model. We learned from experts that were doing it and um, how you can take a little bit of money, uh, someone else's money, put it into a house with another product, buy the house, refurb it and things like that. And then you get all the money back out. So effectively, it's a free house once you've done it all in the right orders and in the correct way. And it's only when I'd truly done that that I believed it. I, I, you know, I kind of believed it. I'm paying money for courses and learning and, you know, okay, this is going to happen. But until you actually put someone else's money into a house, do what you need to do with it and take all that money back out and you're left with an appreciating asset, cash-flowing positive asset for free afterwards, it's been it truly happened. For me, that happened on our, our HMO. So bought this bought this house... I converted it within uh, 36 days from start to finish, put all the en-suites in, done all the work, um, bit egotistical, done most of it myself, to be honest. Um, I was kind of I was in the middle of writing a book at the time to on how to construct HMOs, and I wanted to do it myself. So when I bring on other subbies in the future, and they try and, if they try and fob me off saying it's going to take six months, I go, look, mate, I've done it in 36 days, here's the book. So that's kind of where I was going with that. But basically, we bought this house, we refurbed it, we filled it with tenants, and then a few months later, refinanced it. I'm not going to try and bore you, but basically, we bought it for two three two, spent seventy on it, um, got it revalued at four hundred on a on a seventy five loan to value mortgage. Pulled out all the money that we put in, paid back the investors, put the rest into the next house, and we got a, a free house. That's my greatest achievement. We got a free house. Yeah, but that's that's amazing. I mean, how did that make you feel? You've awesome. got such yeah. a buzz from that. Awesome. Because it's just, it doesn't yeah. matter whatever, you, whatever that house, you're doing. That, that house is always going to be with me now. But And it's, it's not, it goes beyond the money. And this is, you know, people talk about money being a driver. And money's important, of course, you know, because I think it can help your lifestyle. It can help you to do things. But if it's just your only motivator, it's not... You're going to get very far, no. No, it, it can't be. And to me, forget the probably the money, the, the buzz you probably got from just seeing that project. It worked. Giving the money back to the investors... investors seeing they it go trust. through from start to finish oh yeah and the trust element they, they I mean tr- when you give them a call now and say look I've got this they're going to go yes please straight away in we go well at first they were just going to put the money in for 12 months and then take it all back out plus their interest and, and you know they live their, their merry lives but now they've left the money in the, the seed money they took the interest out and left the money because they know it works yeah fantastic and oh. you know you look after someone else's money way better than you do your own money and uh, I, I, I do anyway so yeah yeah definitely when you take it to heart well done mate that's there. amazing what good and early days in the business as well within yeah. three years to have something so, something so successful yeah. work you must give you the confidence as well to springboard to go and do more things do the next thing yeah yeah next thing and the next thing it's just rinse and repeat yeah once you figure that in your own head from a mental point of view this works so did you assist so the, the process to get there yep this interests me about systems you know we have a system here for example you know in terms of a process for clients mm-hmm. And so the systems really, really interest me. Do you have a system now, or is it always is it going to be adaptable, or and is it the system that you've said you've read books, you've mentors, you've learned over the period of time? 
there's a there's a system to way we we source properties and buy them yeah um but everything's we're always adapting it's yeah. like a plane a plane yeah gets from one point to another but the, along the route it's constantly adapting yeah the end i've got big goals big monster goals in in you know in the future and i'll get there but i'll maybe andrew a little bit to yeah. get there yeah yeah tweaking as we go but generally as a as a, as a rule buying um selling and, and the way we refurb things definitely a system in it why i refurb a house is quite chaotic but military style precision yeah i'll have a lot of trades in at once where a lot of people don't they have like one trade in for their job next one comes and down why and so is that Curtis? is that to get it through quick get it through quicker get it done um i, I love setting challenges like if i say it's going to take me 40 days i want to do it 35 days yeah you know i've always i'm always setting myself little challenges and uh I can only do that by having these systems in place. And I think as well, going back to the success of use your, your, the project you just spoke about as an example of investors, you, you know, investor invest in it, goes right X amount of money and you go, it's this amount of days to get it back. Mm-hmm. You deliver on that and get it back sooner, it's like even, forget the success of it, it's even quicker. Like exactly. this man is... Builds a poor, builds is, is actually doing, delivering yeah. even better than, yeah. than, than, than we thought. So, no, I get that. Um, Challenges and f- almost failures. What's been bus- in business at the moment, and, and is there any you can share? Challenges and failures. So, I'd say biggest challenge is mental, getting out of my own way. Yeah, um, you can read all the books and the, the the big rah rah hype of how you can get rich quick on that, but it's you've got to get out your own way first. Like if you've grown up with a poor mentality. Like money's scarce and you know you should be grateful you should be grateful but like there's not there's no money around you can only win money by a lottery blah 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 money's the root of all evil all this all this stuff like it's, it's not it's, it's crap it's uh and if you've got these negative beliefs like subconsciously they'll play out externally and you you've got to you've got to get rid of them they're, they're, they're deep rooted and it, it's hard but once you get rid of them and get out your own way then anything's possible but that that was a really tough challenge for me coming from a poor background it was like there's no, there's no money in the world that's how I was growing up there's no money so there's no money well actually there's money everywhere but we are hardwired aren't we we're hardwired from, from childhood it definitely shapes things yeah. what have you done to change your mindset then as you've grown up to obviously be in a positive place you are now you just said it being positive being positive and, and actually hanging around with people that have done what I want to do what I want to achieve staying on the, on the subject of money so hanging around with uh, millionaires they have a completely different mindset around money to someone that doesn't own you know millions of pounds um, they're still normal people you know they're not on like some pedestal they're normal people but the way they think about money they don't think of it as scarce they think of it as abundant and once you get into that abundance it's everywhere it's you know it comes to you it flows through you it's like it is like a river it flows through you you gotta you gotta spend it and you know as it comes you gotta spend it and, and things like that so you gotta keep it flowing but once you get rid of that scarcity mindset for me in business that that was a game changer yeah and and so this is interesting because because you say you're sort of humble beginnings almost yeah and being around millionaires seeing how say they're operating do you think that's holding you in better stead because you have say some cautiousness around you of humble beginnings where you, you're not going to be frivolous as it were you're going to be cautious because maybe that's how you were brought up but you've now been around the successful people, which you're, see, you're seeing the, the ambition of how they're doing it. Is that a good blend for you? It, again, it? It, it's good, but if you've got that mentality where you're 
quite poor mentality. When you get money, all of a sudden you want to revert back to that poorness. You want to spend it really quickly. So, again, you, you need to kind of channel that as well. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. There's a lot of struggles. There's, there's, there's problems with not having money. There's problems with having money. And obviously, you know, I'd rather have one over the other. But <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's problems either way. Yeah. Um, so, I was find fascinating business owners daily habits, morning routine, evening yep. routine. Could you share some of your top daily habits? going on to then your morning routine and, and evening routine, how that works for you? Yeah, so probably the, I have I have everyday habits, but you'll see the most strict ones in the morning. Um, yeah, morning, so probably could be the best. So a perfect morning for me would be getting up really early. I like to get really early. Uh, meditate, about 20 minutes, usually a guided one. I don't know if it's laziness, but I just I relax easier with, with a guided one. Um, and then it would be maybe a little stretch, but then it would be the exercise. I'll go to some exercise, it'd be a run, it'd be a gym session, it'd be like cycling here today for a couple of hours. I usually spend a couple of hours doing some sort of exercise, uh, but then I'll have a big stretch session. So the first one would be more of a dynamic stretch just to get, get moving. Then I'll do exercise, then it'd be like a long sort of static yoga session. Um, and that would set me up for my day, to be honest. And then I'll, I'll, I'll book in my, my first meeting for about 10, um, do that. Um, have lunch, have a second meeting in the, in the afternoon, or whatever site visit, whatever I've got to do that day, um, and then family time. Yeah. So for you, personal, personal, you're doing personal things. You get up early. Yeah. You're doing nothing work related until around nine, ten o'clock. I try not to. It's very hard because yeah. as soon as you open your eyes, I've got to do this, got to do that. But you got to, you got to not do that. You got to just get up and just do. For me, the meditating first. It's hard. Like some days, I'm not perfect. Not, no one's infallible. Like some days, I miss it, and then you know, um, like this morning, I usually do twenty minutes. This morning, I only done ten minutes because I know I was had to come here. Um, so yeah, it's just it's just fitting in what you can. Don't try not to beat yourself up too much about it. Like obviously, try and be as strict as you can because it, it helps with consistency. But if there's some days you miss a bit of it, then just yeah. try and do what you can. I get it, hundred percent. It's like with say here with the gym, and you know when we're talking working with clients, talking about lifestyle transformation, and yeah. it's all relevant because you know you need to be very driven, focused on a goal, but you yeah. you have to be flexible in your approach, yeah. and it's the same as what you're saying because I'm the same as well. Like some days you're just not going to eat well, or some days work's not going to work out well, but it can't take you off your goal. You've just got to be flexible on that day and adapt and go with it. And this yeah. is where. Um, say relating it to maybe fitness in the gym or, or anything doesn't really matter it's where people aren't still focused on the goal the flexible approach doesn't help and some of it's the diet ends or lifestyle ends and everything changes but it yeah. doesn't it's being let's say that having that flexibility is really important yeah. because life is not perfect adapt and overcome it, yeah you know, life throws loads of stuff at you you've got to be able to overcome because yeah. there's nothing going to get philosophical now but there's nothing you can control in life other than how you react to things. When you actually like dig deep down into this, like there's nothing you can really control other than how you react to things. So if you can try and work on that a bit, then you, you'll be fine. Yeah, I agree. Perception, you know, that and, and, and your perception of a situation is basically all you can control, definitely. Yeah. So in the morning, that time for yourself, yeah. if it's gone, say it's gone perfect, how are you feeling going into your first meeting at nine, awesome. 10 o'clock? Unstoppable. Yeah. I've, had a, I've had a great start to the day. But then there's a caveat today. If you don't, if I've had a bad start today for whatever reason, I'll take that through. So I, I, I and do you now? Purposely, yeah, yeah. Now if, yeah. I, if I'll, I'll take it through, I'm very good at, at at getting rid of it sooner than like I have done in the past. In the past, I'd take it through the whole day. Now I'd take it maybe an hour or so. Then I think, do you know what? Actually, this isn't helpful. This isn't serving me or anyone around me. 
this sort this out but I'm getting better for sure yeah so I've, I've definitely try and focus on getting that, that good start yeah really good and in the evening family time yeah get that it's, it's so important yeah. do you have anything in the evening your routine that's quite uh, military I stick on a documentary on Netflix I like yeah. the documentary um, then also I like Big Bang Theory so <laughs> uh, but mostly I'd I'd say a documentary of some sort learning I don't know if we're going to get into it, but yeah, learning is a big key for me. No, it's, it's actually next thing I wanted to ask you because yeah. you know, in your you speak about mentors, yeah. constant uh, ambition to learn and grow. Massively. So yeah. let's talk about learning. What things do you do? What you, you emphasise important learning being support. What things do you do? Why is it so important to you? Whatever I can um, use any time, meaning I can do to safely do two things at once. I'll do it. So, for instance. Uh, driving a car or riding a bike, I'll have a podcast on or an audio book every time without fail. That is like any time for me, I can do two things at once. Um, but not only that, I'll have it on two times speed as well. I've got to a point where I can get more in. Two yeah, times speed, I'll yeah. get more in. I can understand it clear as day. And when I put it on one time speed, it sounds like they're talking really well, that's slowly. Well, that's, that's time productive, that, mate. And, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I can only really listen to it at two times speed now because otherwise it, it just sounds... It's, I'm like, get there quicker. You know, I need to... Um, so I've always, always got a podcast and an audiobook in. Um, talked earlier about courses. I'm always on a course. Like this, in fact, September, it's, it's, it's a busy month. Every, month. every weekend I'm away through September on, on a course. Um, one of them is uh, digital marketing. One of them is subconscious training. Another one is um, social media. So it sounds a bit broad, like all over the place, but it's not. It's all, it's all goally focused on... on where my business needs to go, and that's where it needs to go right now. But, so, you know, social media is an interesting one because you're talking about the way it is now in the world. Yeah. People being online. I mean, people are probably on social media more than they're looking at other stuff, you yeah. know, using the platform, so. Yeah. We are, a media, we are a media channel, yeah. and you have to act like it. You're the yeah. director, you're the editor, you're the producer, you're everything, yeah. content creator, you're... Yeah, you know. no, I totally agree. And so that, that'd be interesting then, the stuff coming out of that. Yeah, yeah, massively. Um, so, yeah, courses, mentors... Um, I'm actually in the, in the neighbourhood for a mentor at the moment. Uh, but yeah, I, I always have a mentor, so a paid mentor that has done something. So for instance, property, I, I'd, I had a mentor that had a um, huge portfolio of, of HMOs and, and new builds. Perfect, that's what I wanted to do. I was following him, was doing what he asked me to do and was part of the mentorship for, for a long time. And then, uh, you know, their, their goals changed. They're more on property training now and I still am on the property side so I need a new mental property but yeah someone that's done something I want to do to a high level that's ahead of me attainable still but ahead of me that pulls me up to their level that's a good mentor for me um, and then a coach would be someone that's maybe like yourself is someone that's like it's good at teaching um, different ways of getting there perhaps you know yeah, so a definitely. Different, different take on things because I think coach and mentor they're different they're two different people aren't they so yeah no they are I, I, but to me I love you saying that I love that because it sort of like shows just such ambition and also that you're comfortable um, in yourself and you're, you talk about you know, your journey, you've got some long goals and stuff like that. So you saying that stuff doesn't surprise me. But so, and, and I suppose what I mean by that is that people might be scared to have someone better than them around them or you know, they might like to be in the big fish in a, in a small pond and stuff like that. But then to me, I don't think you're growing and learning. You know, for you, you put yourself out there and you know, you're so focused on that and you know what you need to get to the next level and you're getting the people around you to do that so I think it's really it's you say fantastic. I know I have a good understanding of what but 
I'm, I'm doing lots of different things all, all in that direction and, and it's kind of seeing what sticks really. I, I'm able yeah, and no, I get that, but I, I think what I mean is, and, and you're probably talking yourself down a little bit, but you know, you're, you've got mentor yeah. who is better than you in your industry where you want to get to. Yeah. You're constantly learning, innovating in things relevant for the current world we're in. Yeah. And you invest in time in yourself in terms of your health and your fitness and your time you're having in the morning. So to me, mate, you're doing great. I think you're you're on the right path. Those sort of that, that mindset, and the habits, and the consistency you're showing in those areas is blocking setting out you up to win, mate. Definitely. What you said earlier about um, everyday habits, I do block out time for for self education. You know, personal development is 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 key. So the, the podcast, the the audio books, the courses, the webinars, seminars. Like I think it's very important that you block out that time, try and compartmentalize your day, and if it is an hour slot just just to self you know yeah yeah self development um so who who are your personal heroes yep and why do you hold them in such high regard personal heroes you might not have any there, there, there's loads yeah um how personal someone i've met someone i know family look, mate someone you met someone you you look up to you don't know but aspire to J- just tell me because i okay. think you um, someone like yourself probably has a few that's is motivating. Do five? Yeah, do, do five. I? Love to hear five. Okay. Yeah. So, someone I've not met before who uh, has been a big part of my life, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Started off as, as a kid, I wanted to blow things up and shoot, just you know, net, like a movie <laughs> yeah. actor, muscles, and uh, but he's way more than that. But like, what he did to get to before then was, you know, Mr. Universe. It was incredible. You, you listen to his story. Um, is it um, Iron something? Iron Strong. On, I haven't on, heard it. Oh, okay. But it's, a, it's a fascinating story, yeah. Yeah, huge story. So, so what he did to become a bodybuilder, the best in the world, it's phenomenal. Um, he went all in on that. Then he wanted to be an actor. At the time, it was like, you've got a long name, you speak funny, we don't want you, but he just kept persisting, 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 got there, became one of the best actors, um, became political, became governor. So, like, anything he's in, he's just all in, and if he's all in, like, he's going to get it. And I love that. Um, so, and, and, and so this is really interesting because I'm thinking these type of people, these people who've been that successful, yeah. have been told no a lot, yeah. haven't they? Like we all have, you've been told no, time, you have to be, yeah. they just have this serious mindset yeah. and focus to not be unwavering, not I, let it affect them. I love following these people, another one, it's going to be 16 I suppose, but Sylvester Stallone, you listen to his story, when he started, he wanted to be an actor. He went around 1,500 different acting uh, like academy schools or whatever to, to take him on. They all said no. Went around again, they all said no. Then he had. Then he came up with a story for Rocky. Went around them, they all said no. Then one person... What, so he showed them, he, he gave, showed showed them the story them for Rocky and, and they all said no. They all said no again. <laughs> and then one person said, yes, we'll buy it off you. Um, but we'll buy it off you and you know you, you go away sort of thing. He said, no, I want to be the star of it. And then they all said no. And he kept going around and around. He just come, become so poor, he had to sell his dog. And it was... It's a long story, but... Oh, so when he sells his dog in Rocky, there's some real... Did he sell his he dog? He sold in? his dog yeah. for 100 bucks because he couldn't feed the dog, couldn't feed himself, and then suddenly someone said, yes, we'll do Rocky, we'll pay you 10 grand. The other people were going to pay him 300 if he wasn't in it, but because uh, he wanted to be in it, everyone said no because he looks funny, sounds funny. It's one person said, okay, you can be in it, we'll pay you 10 grand, and that's it. And then he's like bringing in his family as like um, supporting actors and things like that and uh, you know Rocky how, how it is yeah, now yeah, so amazing. he brought his dog back and yeah anyway it's a good story so two people I've not met hugely uh, inspired by uh, another guy currently David Goggins ever heard of him yep 
definitely, yeah. Mad, the guy's a machine. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Fascinating, very, fascinating his, the way he talks. I listened to the podcast of his the other day. Actually. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the journey he's been on. If you, if, you, yeah. if you haven't listened to his book, Can't Hurt Me, you should definitely listen to it. It's, uh, it's an astounding book. Um, goes from, you know, crap up being Navy SEAL to world-renowned athlete. Um, he's just, you know, he's just his mindset is just incredible but the pain he talks about yeah in childhood and right. growing up childhood, the pain that he goes talks running through on broken legs like, to then to be to make him successful you just think man yeah that passion and that drive he's got is just phenomenal that, that's helped me lately i, I do a lot of um, like ocr races and uh, my yeah. mid-race if I, i'm just oh, not feeling it whatever I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll think of a book or, or a situation he's been in he talks about um in a car, it's called a regulator that limits the speed. But he talks about it, or governor, sorry. Um, he talks about that in your body. He said most people do it. They get to about sixty percent of where they can actually go, but they think mentally, "I'm done. I'm, you know, I'm tired or whatever." And he says, "You get to that point. If you can just remove that, you've got another forty percent there." And that's helped me massively. I think I'm tired. I think I'm beat. I think I've done. Actually, there's more. Yeah, there's something. There was. I read a blog actually. It was interesting about Navy SEALs. Yeah. Um, and they said their quote is quit tomorrow so whatever you're feeling it just quit tomorrow because yeah. when tomorrow comes yeah. the pain's finished whatever they're doing you don't want to quit you've forgotten what that pain's like yeah. so you yeah. know so quit tomorrow if it's a fascinating one I, I sort of that really that, that with me. stuck with me as well I get like regarding habits and things get really peed off of yourself if you don't do something so the thought of not doing something is way more painful than not than doing it in my head so I'll get really peed off if I don't do something I want to do so I'll get to a point before I do it that I know I'd feel worse if I if I don't do it so that's where I'm, I'm at now I'll do a lot of things now because I know I'd feel worse if I don't yeah does that make sense yeah like, 100% get, like, really kick yourself yeah. if, you, if yeah. you don't do it so that's I, I kind of learned that from David as well yeah very fortunate a couple of months ago I met him no yeah. wow what's he like to meet just a, just a Spartan lifestyle isn't intense he? quite intense uh, but still Likeable, approachable, uh, nice, nice fella. But yeah, because yeah, when you talk, it's so engaging, isn't it? I mean, it just yeah. Talks real life is exactly the same. Exactly the same. Yeah, and uh, it's very fortunate to spend wow, some time. Wow, that was amazing. Really yeah. good. Others, so you got them three. So yep, haven't met him too. Met him. Um, so let's talk about Rob Moore. Yes. So Property World, uh, social media. You know, he's, he's into a lot of things. Uh, helped me personally, and and he started with courses, so I didn't know him done a few of his courses and, and stuff like that. And started to meet him at, at events and started to meet him a lot, a lot more and like we, we get on quite well with dinners and things. And Yeah, what's he like? Good guy. Just the same. Yeah. Yeah, if, nicer in real life, but like he's just as engaging, just as content rich, just as, as, as eager to help you in real life as he, as he is like on the cameras, you know. I've come across him in the last few months. Yeah. Uh, his podcasts are brilliant. Awesome, aren't they? Yeah. Amazing podcasts, like people, the way he talks. The stuff he's doing again just just comes across yeah. like David was on one of his as well. I, that's, I heard that's where I heard the podcast. Oh, okay. I heard David's podcast. I heard David talk on his podcast, and since then listen to David's. But no, I think he's. I mean, that's a great person to me. Yeah. Who's like in business, talking great stuff in your business as well. So yeah. That's a perfect person for yeah. you to meet. And and like I say, a normal bloke in real life yeah. as well. And uh, yeah, he's got the nice toys around him, but he's very humbled. You know, he's, he knows he's quite fortunate to have done there, but he also knows he, he worked his ass off to get there. And, yeah. And but, he's got some really insights on how to get have. there. I mean, anyone that thinks that you can be successful without working hard, unless you're spoon-fed maybe, but then not really going to get much from that. But 
they've gone through some blood, sweat and tears. There's some serious graft and hours and things that haven't gone well yeah, yeah. for the people of Rob Moore, the David Go all these people you're seeing, them, yeah. to get to the point where you're seeing them now uh, successful. And they're they probably still have struggles. Yeah, they're, they're happy to share their wins and losses and you, you, know, you can kind of take them almost with a pinch of salt because what worked for them may work for you but it, it, you know it was their karma it was their thing wasn't it so you can take bits of it and, and implement them in your life yeah so Rob Moore was, was a good guy to meet Any, yeah. so you've got a couple of others yeah so uh, we talked about it briefly earlier Ice Warrior the guy running it is called Jim McNeil world famous explorer he's the guy behind um, Human Planet Frozen Planet um, I say the guy behind he's, he's the safety guy so people like Fines Attenborough these sort of big names would go to Jim Wow. He would take him out there safely and bring him back safely. So he's wow. always been behind the scenes of all these big BBC, What's he like? BBC productions and things. Humble. Yeah. Humblest guy I've ever met. He's done some incredible things. You go through a list of things he's done, he's incredible over his lifetime. Been in polar regions for 35 years, military, fire brigade for the royal household. Does he rip this pa his passion about yeah. what you're doing? He just must be so, so passionate and. Hugely passionate. He, what you've done in the past, you'd never know. Um, but what he's into with Ice Warrior, you'd know 100% because he's so passionate. That's, that's all he does, is Ice Warrior now. He trains people like myself uh, to become Arctic explorers and he generally cares about Mother Nature preserving it and, 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 and telling the world and educating the world in how, to, how we can be better you know, trying to preserve it. And he, that's all he does, he's just Yeah, and we had a little chat off and. and before we started the podcast and something really interesting I wanted to bring is going all in on stuff you know yeah. the fact that people like this that they have such passion and, and this drive so someone like him just all in there's no other way it's just 100% and there's no other percentage of doing this type of stuff well, and even the Goggins Rob Moores and the ones you've mentioned before yeah. that's them but so. what I love about Jim the most is he's all in on it and uh, he's hugely prolific like he, he's, he should be way more you know in the stars as than he is, but, but he's not doing that. it. That's what I'm about to say. He's not doing it for he's that. He's completely is he? humble. Doesn't care about the media. He cares about it to a point that it. it, it, it yeah, it needs to give it, a platform it, to it, promote it shows for our them. story and yeah, things like that. But uh, apart from that, he doesn't care about it. He's been up mountains that no one's ever been before. Just climbed up one, went on the other side. No one, no one would ever know that unless you know speak to him on a really personal level. You just never, just you just don't know that. He's just if you look on anything he's ever written at the top, it'd be like ordinary chap, ordinary bloke. And to know, and to meet first time, you wouldn't think anything other. It's only when you get to know him, you think, blimey, he's, he's done some You must be so inspired things. chatting to him, meeting him. Massively, massively. Yeah. Um, so that's a great person to meet. And, and I think there's one other. You Final gonna... one, yeah, be uh, my late mum. Yeah, would be, she, uh, well, brung me up, which is uh, obviously a good thing. But yeah, it was just me and her growing up. Um, had cancer for 13 years, chemo for 13 years, and only had two days off work. I don't know anyone that's done that. I mean, incredible. Uh, so I guess I, I get a lot of that uh, drive from her. But the doctors always said, oh, you know, you haven't got long, you haven't got long. And that was probably like 10 years before she actually went. She was just like, I'm not really going to listen to you. I'm just going to keep doing my thing and just keep doing it. So Man, kind of defiant. She was yeah, quite defiant. Yeah. So defied yeah. the doctors medically and physically. But I think it was a mentality, that mentality of just because someone says something doesn't make it true. And just that, that drive, I think that's, that, you've, that helps. you've got that in you, mate. That's yeah. it, chatting to you the brief times we spoke. Yeah. You know, you've got it in you, and yeah, absolutely, it's amazing to. Uh, so there's some of the people in in and around my life. That, that's amazing, mate. I mean, I've, that's you know, it, when I've 
obviously I've only you know I'm early days in the podcast and when yeah. I've asked the question to people is yeah, it's fascinating who they've who the heroes are. But they're amazing there's some amazing people there. Yeah. Keep me going. Yeah. Sure. Definitely mate. Yeah, it's really good. Um so what would you what advice would you give someone starting in, in, in business and or uh, on a business journey? So yeah, it could be your business or just business in general. Well it's quite broad, what sort of advice have Okay, so let's go back to your so your what, what advice you give to someone starting in your industry? Yeah, okay. who wants to get into the business? Just do it, do it now, do it quicker, and and pay for help. It's an investment, it really is. Uh, paying for someone's advice, uh, being part of a mastermind, going to a course, mentorship, it gets you there so much quicker. And then partnering with people. A lot of people say don't partner with people, blah blah blah, but. Partnering with someone that's got opposing skill sets to you gets things done twice as fast. There's no point partnering with someone that's got the same skill set as you because you're just doing the same thing. You're going to get on each other's toes and it's just not going to work. Someone's got opposing skill sets, you're doing completely opposite things but in the same direction. You're all going for the same goal, obviously. Um, so I'd say for anyone starting out, partner with someone that's either done it before. And a similar to you, your business, business partner, what you're doing? Completely opposite to me. Yeah. He loves analytics, he loves the spreadsheet, he loves the numbers behind it. I don't, I love the, I love the physical side, talking to people, being on the side of the contractors, that's me. He, you know, he doesn't mind doing that. Yeah. His skills yeah. are, are the other side, the financial side. So let him do it. Yeah, it's similar to me and my business partner here, 4D. Yeah. Um, Dan, so focused, driven where we want to take things. Yeah. But, so different in, in, in what we bring to the table, you know, which is great. I'm similar to you, actually. Dan's more like your partner and stuff, yeah. and Dan's knowledge in, in the fitness industry is just phenomenal. So his knowledge around program design, yeah. creating the, the, the systems in the gym and stuff is fantastic. So, yeah, I mean, it's funny. When I was offered the, the building here three years ago, mm. opportunity, there was one person in my mind I, I wanted to partner with. Cool. We've been friends for years. So I get that totally, and actually the... It helps, Absolutely. it helps massively. And yeah. then you've got someone to keep you accountable. That's what I love about a mentorship is the accountability. You know, you go monthly or weekly, whatever you do, usually monthly, but you get that accountership, you know, from month to month, you've got to see some change. But with a business partner, you can do it daily. 100%, mate, you definitely. Know, what have you done today? What are we going to do tomorrow? Have you done it? You know, yeah. you just keep yourself accountable constantly. Yeah. And that helps. This might lead into what we've just covered, but what, what advice would you give mm-hmm. to Curtis 10 years ago? Ten years oh, ago. Just, just get out of your own way. It just, just honestly, there's no one cares that much. It's not going to be that bad. It, you know, things will always work out. And just get started. Ready, fire, aim. Just, just to get started. Fail forward fast. There's loads, loads of sayings. You know, just, just get in it. Make some mistakes along the way. You'll figure it out. So, word, word you live by. Quotes. Yep. Obviously, ready, ready, fire, aim. Yes. Any others? Do you want to elaborate on the ready, fire, aim? Because you said that to me earlier, and I thought it was brilliant. Uh, ready, fire, aim. Just basically means get started and tweak later. There's, there's a quote. We go back to Rob Moore. He says, "Start now, get perfect later." Exactly true. Just start now. Just start. Like when it comes to, we're going to stay on the subject of business. You may have an idea. I may have an idea. You may spend time tweaking it, trying to get it perfect. I'll just put it out there and tweak it as we go. Look at iPhones. They get launched and there's all sorts of bugs fixed in them and they get fixed along the way. But I'd get the business first. If we go back to that, I'd, I'd get the business first. I'd be known for that business. You'd come along, but you wouldn't. So just get to the market first. They're the guys that win. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, that's huge. With, with business, so we, we spoke a lot about fitness and business and it's the importance it places for you. Um, crossover? Is there a crossover between the two? 
between business and fitness and how it works for you oh, in your in your massively. in your life. If I'm if I'm physically fat, I'm, I've put on a few kilos at the moment, but I feel I can feel that. And if I'm if I'm physically feel like there, I'm mentally fat. And if you feel mentally fat, that's a, that's not saying that you are fat and lazy. It just means that you're just feeling slow and groggy and whatever. And for me to get get rid of that grogginess and, and that alertness, or to gain that alertness, is, is through through fitness. But before a meeting, I'd often like do a bike ride, do a run, do. If I've got twenty minutes, I just quickly go do a twenty minute dash around the sea. I live on the sea, around the sea wall, and go and take a meeting, just energized, just ready to go, just you know. Yeah. So this mental preparation it, it fascinates me. Obviously, me professional sport football being my background. Yeah. Uh, mental preparation was really important to me. Yeah. In the run up to it, and I noticed with sports people and stuff. Yeah. Do you find that mental preparation, so if you're going for a 20 bike ride before a meeting, or yeah. for an example, are you planning that meeting in your head? Are you seeing how you want it to go? Are you, or I, a visualisation is key for me. I visualise most things. Um, they're kind of like associated with goals, I suppose. But yeah, I visualise, I'm quite scenario-based. I do a lot of training scenario-based. But yeah, visual, I visualise what I want to happen, and generally that happens. I, I don't know if it's a bit woo-woo, a bit whatever, you know, secret, whatever. No, but it's, it's not, though. It's I, not I, like, I think it's You just key. have to look at top people, sports people, you know, yeah. example. Yeah. That's... I think it's key. Yeah. I think... I've heard a quote, um, paraphrasing, but basically the idea is um, the warrior that sees victory before the battle compared to the warrior that goes into the bat- battle and hopes for victory. You know, the other guy's already won. Yeah. He's already won it in his head before he go- goes into it. Yeah. By the other guy that's hoping when he gets into it, you yeah. know, so... I've, I've, key for me is, is being mentally prepared for, for anything I've run a lot of scenarios in my head I'm quite scenario based I think Jim he's quite scenario based uh, being safety guy and he's kind of drilled it into me and I've, I feel like he'll, paraphrasing from him but he'll say like walk tall syndrome I'm quite highly trained in, in a lot of um, um, survival skills and first aid and I can walk through life with a walk tall syndrome and I, I get that from scenario based thinking all the time yeah so, with Ice Warrior, because yep. what you're doing is absolutely phenomenal. Yep. And as I said to you, but having a young family myself, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's something that's really important to me because I know it's for our children's future and maybe their children and stuff. So, yep. I think it's amazing what you're doing. I'd love to know really a little bit more about maybe the purpose of what you're doing, what's driven you behind it and that. Because, like, what you're doing, yeah, mate, sure. I mean, you, I don't know if you, you realise it, but if, if, you, if I said it to anyone I've had Curtis on the podcast and he's he's an artist exploring this is what he's doing it be blown away by it yeah um, when it uh, long story cut short when I first started it was quite egotistical from my point of view it was like oh well I'm doing something really cool for myself you know I'm an artist explorer not many people get to do that and there's an element of that now but it's really not anything to do with me there's, there's a saying another saying another saying if you can you must and that's really grown in me because I can do something that's really hard like so for, going to the Arctic is incredibly hard training for it is incredibly hard it's incredibly hospitable um, but it's all for the betterment of mankind I'm going there to find out why the sea ice is depleting so fast without the sea ice we're going to get pretty hot if we're going to get if we get really hot then we're going to perish and so it's gone from egotistical to it's not about me at all it's about the cause and that actually was a huge mindset shift when it came to raising sponsorship because when I first started it was I felt bad I struggled to ask someone for money because I'm doing something I enjoy 
I believe sponsorship should be something that's way outside your reach and you know you've not done it before and I'm doing something I enjoy how can I ask uh, people for sponsorship but now it's it's not about me yeah the money flows through me to ask for it but it's about ice for it. it's about the core so yeah having that mindset shift was uh, was was key yes yeah, great and and I think with with the so when are you going to be on the expedition when is it when are you going to be ready to go and- so the planned expedition is next February 2020 end of February coldest time it gives us the best possible chance uh, we've got an 80 day window to do 800 miles split into four legs uh, at the moment I'm doing one of those legs if I can raise more sponsorship I'll, I'll do more um, each leg has its own tasks um, first leg go through the boulder fields um, I don't know if you've seen the TV but a See, meets the ice, it's great big boulders, not sizes room, you've got to try and get over. Uh, they go through that, they get airlifted out, next lot get airlifted in. By the way, Jim's doing a whole lot of this, so he's he's doing it all, but the next team come in, they go through the magnetic North Pole, which, uh, as you know, has been through since 2002, so that's always moving as well, elliptical and in a direction, so when we go through that, reposition that. Team three have just got to try and sprint as fast as they can, and team four is, is made up of Sprinters and swimmers, because so your team, you, yes, you're going in team one. Obviously, you said you're going in the first, your first team. I don't know what team I'm going to be. In. I want to be in team one because it's the hardest. Yeah, mentally, as of course, kind of my thing. And team four, sprinting and swimmers. You said, well, it's falling out by then. Even though we got the coldest time, by that point, eighty days later, it's going to be falling out. So there could be some big leads, which is open parts of water. So uh, could be swimmers. So uh, yes, but yeah. So they, basically, that's the journey. But a whole lot of long routes along the routes we are taking scientific data trust me I'm no scientist I'm really not but I work alongside the world's best scientists people at NASA NSIDC the, the Met Office all these top scientists around climate change I give I don't personally give them but we give them the, the raw data and they yeah, work so you're, the magic you'll capture the data and you'll provide it and then from there that's where action's going to have to be taken at government level and that's where the magic happens They're the guys that work out a game plan as to what we can do um, how amazing if you're part, to be a partner part of that yeah so um is there anything you want to sort of say about that? Because I'll give context at the end and, and sort of summarise yeah. where people find you. But because um, it's such a big deal, and I know I want to chat to you about a couple of ideas I want to throw you because if I can help you, I will. Okay, cool. Definitely Appreciate think that. that's really, really important. I think what you're doing is amazing. Um, with the... So is there anything you want to add to it? Sponsorship? Is there a page? How they can find it? Yeah, I mean, Ice Warrior, you, you type in Ice Warrior. I will put it in the notes as well. Yeah, the you podcast. type in Ice Warrior, you'll find Ice Warrior, the training company. You type in Last Pole, so www.lastpole.com.co.uk. You'll find all about the expedition. Um, you'll find me personally, Curtis Napton. You'll find me personally. I, I put a lot of stuff in my personal. I've got Curtis Walks on Thin Ice, which is my Facebook page dedicated to Ice Warrior. So you'll see a lot of my training. Um, email me, Curtis at Ice Warrior hyphen or curtis at ice-warrior.com. Is there a certain amount of money you still need to raise? Yeah. So £20,000 is the amount I need to raise. I'm about halfway through now. Okay. So, so just, you'll find me... Like, I'll put in those, find, find it, type and it'll come up, and then people can donate and, and put some money towards I'm it. I'm everywhere on, on social media. Yes, so mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah brilliant. What, um, yeah, so, and, and how far are you into training? So obviously you're quite, you, you got, you're in a training plan at the moment, or are you sort of well in, or are you... I'm four years in into the ice warrior training, um, but a way I do physical training, is that what you mean, physical training? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah so, training for it. So, for me, to keep mentally um, engaged with it, I do, so ice warrior, say, is a year in advance. A lot of people make it to seven months and then start training for it to the last bit, where I want to be training the whole way through. So the way I do that, I do lots of 
like OCR races, triathlons, things like that, little races. They're, they're, they're big on their own, trust me. They're yeah, big yeah. on their own. Yeah, but no. they're like lots of little goals with the end goal being Ice Warrior. So I'm always training for a race of some sort, always training for like next week, next month, whatever, and I'll get to that race and train for the next one. So with the insight at the end of it, I'll be physically fit to, to do the, yeah, yeah. the expedition. Yeah. So how long will you be away for on the expedition? Like I said, expedition's 80 days. Um, at the moment, I'm doing 20. 20, yeah. But if I can raise more sponsorship, then I'll do more. Do longer. I'll do the whole lot. If, if I had the opportunity, I'll do the whole lot. Really yeah. Good. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. So, yeah, I'll leave it in the notes. People can find you that way. Awesome. Um, just from my perspective, Curtis, thanks so much for coming on today, mate. I, I was really excited to chat to you because um, I just find you so fascinating, mate. Your journey and Thanks. what and your motivation and your sort of your drive is is, is very inspiring and, and uh, infectious, mate. So thanks for coming on. Thanks for the opportunity. Appreciate it. Cheers, mate. Great podcast, Ebby Curtis. Just love his ambition, his drive, and his focus, his growth mindset, and his sort of willingness and attitude to strive for for more and get better. I think now a few podcasts in, there's some real consistent messaging coming across from, from the guests I've had on how the morning routine's really strong. He emphasised it again by taking time for himself, at least you know two hours in the morning, meditation, his own prep, his own routine, just for personal development, not any focus on work, which then leads into his work task being even better. And I think the big thing is getting across the investment in in your education to keep learning, having mentors around you, having good people around you, having people you can learn from and strive strive to be um, on a par with. And again, that's evident with Curtis and and with the guests I've had on so far. And the last bit, one of his sort of take-home messages at the end was just, just start now. Why wait? Just get going. Whatever it is you're thinking about, don't delay. Just get going and, and see where it takes you. The two challenges I'm going to set you. What have you been putting off lately that you can do now, today? And who can help you get to the next level? Thank you so much to everyone for listening to today's Brain, Brawn and Business podcast. I'd love to hear from you, so please tweet me or on Instagram at Ollie Burquez, O-L-L-I-E, or Facebook and LinkedIn, Oliver Burquez, O-L-I-V-E-R. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Spotify, and if you enjoyed the episode, then please leave us a review, and we look forward to checking in with you at the next episode.